You're listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System. You're listening to the 40-something podcast, Valley in the Big. Now, here are your hosts, Silicon Steve Valley and the Big. 40-something podcasts on this gorgeous Saturday here in the East Coast vicinity of our country. And we have a monster announcement with a regional music festival that is going to be coming up a little bit later. But we wanted to talk a little bit about some other possible sunny skies that is a little bit related to that, Vig, about possible vaccination, herd immunity. What in the hell is going on? Uh, There's this whole thing going out right now that if we keep up on this vaccination rate, we can reach herd immunity by June. Well, what's happening is that Facebook and on some of these other Twitter, they're flagging the posts as not factual because, and it actually is, but they don't want anything to like, the medical community doesn't want any, anything that's going to defer uh, people from getting the vaccine. So, because the people here are like, oh, we're going to get herd, uh, we're going to get herd immunity by June. I just won't get it, you know, because I probably wouldn't. Because what you know, I don't want another chemical in my body. Especially, I was like, you know, I'm not like huge on this whole thing. I'm, I'm basically either. doing this, basically doing this, so I can travel in a year or two, or I can like go and do what the fuck I want. Finally, that's why I'm going to get the vaccine. I'm not getting the vaccine because I, honestly, I, I really hope in like 20 years, and I'm like, <laughs> so everybody that got the Jacks Johnson and Johnson vaccine, well. You're going to have like a third eye now, you know? Oh, my God. Or can't. Well, let's, let's be real for a second. Cancer. You know, something like that is something that certainly would cross your mind when you talk about putting stuff in your body. But it's a one-time uh, shot. I'm, I'm holding out for Johnson & Johnson, to be honest with you. Um, right. And that's another reason. So another reason why I'm holding out for that, because that's a one-shot deal. You don't have to, like, get a card and then go back in three weeks and do the whole fucking thing over again. Whatever. It's 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 all good, man. It's it's cool. We'll get there. We're gonna get there. But uh, summer camp looks like it's definitely gonna happen. Uh, summer camp music festival, and there's that. So we are going to get into a little bit more detail of our involvement with summer camp music festival. But we have a huge announcement today. We teased it for yesterday, but we're gonna do it today. Regional festival in the area. Go ahead, drop us the info. Yeah, so the big announcement is the 40-somethings podcast has been invited to do production work and to run the show basically at some kind of jam 15, April 29th through May 2nd, Schuylkill County Fairgrounds. That's at 2270 Fair Road in Schuylkill Haven, PA. So we are going to be running around the grounds. We'll be broadcasting live. We got games. We're going to be doing promos. We're going to be talking a lot about Jibber Jazz and their start and uh, how they have you know, thrown a bunch of these festivals in Pennsylvania and New York over the last, well, at least 15 years because we're at some kind of jam 15. So let's jump to this actual festival, some kind of jam 15. It's going to feature the Magic Beans, Les Special, Yam Yam, Yak Attack, Lee Ross, uh, The Higgs, uh, Trouble City All-Stars. Uncle Jake and the 18-wheel gang, 
Tickets for this is going to be between $80 and $100. And the Thursday pre-party arrival is $15 extra on top of that. We got two stages, 24 musical acts total, late night music, food and crafts. Uh, there's going to be some educational workshops, kids activity. And then, of course, camping for the whole run Thursday to May 2nd. So the, the 29th through May 2nd and uh I tried to get all that in there, uh, Steve, with this whole this whole thing, but uh, we're super psyched to be a part of this event. I thought you did a great job, man. In fact, full full disclosure, I think that full was disclosure. better than our original episode that, that we got yeah, we're lost. <laughs> That's right. That's the reason why we're doing. I didn't think you were going to let the audience know that, but yeah. I have that. I have that already. Everything with you, we have. So shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Sorry, that's my my beautiful Make wife. Sure everybody's involved with it. We didn't that's lose. That's my beautiful we, we wife, Kelly Williams, jumping in, yeah. and I would never talk to her that way. Just so all the feminists who probably are already mad at me for my video yesterday. Well, not the real feminists, but the fake, phony, liberal feminists who have turned a blind eye to Cuomo. But that's on our YouTube channel. Check that out. My little comment on that. I don't know if you saw that, Vig. Oh, I did see that actually. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't, I thought that that was going to cause some problems, but uh, cause we're trying to grow our female audience. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, but anyways, I'll probably not use any of that. Uh, oh yeah. That, yeah. I figured. It <laughs> but, but absolutely 100% super excited. We're going to be running our show doing several podcasts throughout the weekend. I think my wife is going to have a little bit of an announcement later in the episode about some specifics that she's going to be working on the beautiful Kelly Williams and the feels Kelly and, Williams. Yeah. Super excited. I, There's that band jug karmic juggernaut, which I believe they're playing and they are jibber jazz legends and, uh, veterans they've been there i tell you what the first time i saw them was i believe in 2009 at the kempton music area where they had had several of their events there sure they they looked like they were green as goose shit man they looked like they were 15 16 years old so it's going to be really fun for me to see them after a 10-year hiatus but the the big story here they have been putting productions on since 2005 this is the 15th some kind of jam it is the mothership of this production company jibber jazz which has been a monster presence in the northeast in terms of the, the, the the music festival scene particularly on the jam band scene but he gets national acts all the time magic beans and the special are national touring bands they have opened for bands like umphreys mcgee string cheese incident widespread panic and they've been at festivals with bands like dead and company and even i believe even fish so these guys are real heavy hitters and it's just a a celebration because it's that first crack in that fucking pandemic wall of that light at the end of the tunnel that we are excited about maybe having somewhat of a normal summer at least portion of it huh yeah, I think uh, I, I don't think they're the health officials are really letting it out of the bag lately. But I think that we're we're moving along at a good clip here as far as uh, the vaccine penetration and uh, you're reaching herd immunity, which could actually happen by June or July. And that would be a, a fantastic um, event for really. Uh, having a normal summer, really, or getting back to normalcy where we where we have events like this, 
Jibber Jazz, some kind of jam five, 15. <laughs> I think some kind of jam five was the actual first one I was at, but some kind of jam 15 is this year. And it's really going to be the event that leads us back to, uh, to an open festival season and, uh, and, and enjoying ourselves once again and doing what we really like to do. Yeah. And we want to be very clear. John Sten, who is president owner of Jibber Jazz Productions. I have had several conversations with him. A lot of things are in the work to really, really be a big part of some kind of jam weekend. I am just super excited about it. We have an RV plan. We're going to have a huge tent and we're going to have a lot of exciting things happening. We might have a, a morning time open acoustic open mic. We might have some contests like you were alluding to. And yeah. we're going to have T-shirts, hopefully. We're going to have a lot of giveaways. And we're just going to try to really celebrate life again for the first time in well over a year. So I'm really looking forward to it and really happy. This is a major step for the show, too, folks. This is something that it's time to say, why not? Let's ask and let's see if the universe provides. And I think to have this be our first, I couldn't think of a more appropriate festival <laughs> for us to be, have our first on location record uh, on location episodes recorded and released while we're at the festival. We're going to, you're going to feel the vibe. You're going to, we're going to give you the colors. We're going to have videos for YouTube. This is going to be very big and we are going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, well, everything that you mentioned there, you know, yeah, we're not actually running the show, but we kind of are doing a lot there. So I really, uh, really welcome the opportunity to be a part of this and uh, some kind of jam 15. It's April 29th through May 2nd, Schuylkill Haven, PA, the Schuylkill Haven or the Schuylkill County Fairgrounds really is where it's located there. Magic Beans, Lake Special. Uh, you can get tickets at gibberjazz.com. And uh, yeah. We'll see you there. I want to change gears right now, Vic. Sure. I want you to look at the most dominant intercontinental champion in the history of the planet. I have made this championship everything that it is today. And I'm going to bring it back to its glory years. And there's nothing you can do about it. I wanted to do that all in the morning. That I mean, and ladies and gentlemen, if you're if you're not watching the video portion of this, he has just brought up to the camera the official WWF World Weight Heavy Champion, the Hulk Hogan belt, right? That uh, he used to like hoist above his head when he was with Randy Macho Man Savage and Elizabeth, and said, "I am a real American." No. Well, you know what, Vig? First of all, Vig. Hulk Hogan never had that fucking belt, so you're a fucking mark, and you don't know what you're talking about, sir. Are you talking about the belt? So I thought he was the champion of the world with the yeah, but this belt. is the this, but yeah, sir, yeah, it's not the this is the in, this or? is the intercontinental championship. But Vig, I oh. like to bring up, I like to bring in Kelly Williams, my wife, who has to deal oh. with a husband who just bought a inter a replica intercontinental championship belt. Wait, how much was that? I got it on sale for $250. You spent $250 on that belt? Thank you. Thank you. Kelly Williams, step up to the microphone and put the belt over your, your shoulder because you deserve it because you guys, you, got, you have to deal with that. That's like $250 that just went out the door for a Do you know how much weed that would have been? Do you know how much weed that yeah. was? That's a lot of fucking well, weed. Definitely a couple ounces at, at retail price. So now and he wears it to Wegmans. 
So wait, he puts that belt on and goes out in public to Wegmans with a shopping cart and runs it rolls around the store. Okay. I'm sure okay. there's there's some people that ask him where his his caseworker is when he walks around Wegmans. Oh sure, sure, yeah, because he's wearing uh, you know, or they probably ask him. They probably had to ask you like, what 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 are you what are you heavyweight champion there? Are you a boxing one? Or are you wrestling? Are you like Mike Tyson? Are you like Hulk Hogan? All right, so if we really want to get into this, and no, Kelly Williams, please stay there. Oh, okay. Uh, Kelly Williams is going to be part of this. Yeah, you're in the broadcast chair now, Kelly Williams. Yeah. And so, I'm the inter-fucking-continental champion right now. Now, you never beat me. Really. Yeah, she's <laughs> head of the house right here. This is fucking ridiculous. Oh, it's totally. So, yeah, it's, you look great, right. Green. And then I do remember the steel cage. Because they did something like that. It was on Prism, which was a Philadelphia sports network from back in the 80s. Any Xennials or Gen Xers remember Prism? It was a uh, cable channel in the Philadelphia area. And they used to actually do Friday Night Live from the Spectrum. And it, no, it wasn't the Grateful Dead. But it would be these wrestling events that would happen. And it would take place in one of the first ones where it was a steel cage match with Hulk Hogan. It was done in like 83 and it was live on prism from the spectrum and the steel cage busted out. So if you, if you guys, uh, you know, from the, from the Philadelphia area, you're a Zennial or a Gen X, you'd remember any of that type of material, prism TV, WWF, Hulk Hogan in the steel cage. Go ahead and drop us a line at valleyvig08 at gmail.com, the 40-somethings podcast. Actually, and also, you know what? I guess they did that in every single market because on Madison Square Garden Network, they had the monthly Madison Square Garden show, and you'd get main events that you would see on pay-per-views. You know, you'd get Hulk Hogan versus – in fact, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair wrestled several times at Madison Square Garden over a span of a couple months. We never got it. In WWE, but it's interesting. <clears throat> but yeah, interesting stuff that used to take place back then. Uh, the early cable television days and the early wrestling at five o'clock, and in came HBO, and you could watch that all the way all night into the next morning um, until it went dark again, and then you had to use your antenna to pull in your television stations. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm. I'm confused about. Grown adults buying toys. So back to the belt. Did you guys get that off of eBay? No, this this came official from the WWE. World. Really came from that came from the re, that wrestling company, and then they sent it to you in the mail for two hundred and fifty bucks. Really nice. Yeah. So yeah, it's no, it's not nice. Well, it just it's just good to see our stimulus at work. Really. Do, do grown men actually buy this shit on a normal basis? Well, I'm not that's, sure about on a normal basis, but that's almond meal. Is that cool or no? <laughs> it's like flour. You just put all right. Tell me what just happened. <laughs> Why is almond meal with the fucking sugar area? Oh, I don't know. That's just like in her in her. She makes. She uses brown sugar. That looks just like that. Puts it in the same exact spot, so she can make fun of me now. But go ahead, tell everybody what happened. So I had him make me a cup of coffee, and he comes over, and the almond meal was in a bag, and I didn't like it in the bag, so I put it in the container, and I didn't label the container. But the raw organic sugar looks similar. See, oh okay. And so now yeah. I have I have almond flour in my coffee. 
I see. God bless her for drinking it. I can get you another. It's one. actually not that bad. It kind of tastes like a, a smoothie with almond Ooh. milk. Would you like me to get you another one, lover? Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be problem problematic down the road. So I was wondering, in in the whole grand scheme of the, what adults buys a two hundred and fifty dollars toy? Ones who are very into what the particular toy represents, really. And that could be a number of things. So, so don't think in terms of a wrestling belt. You could think in terms of a lot of different things. So just trying to help you understand it's it a, a little bit more. It's a wrestling belt. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't really. Well, I guess you can wear it out to Wegmans and uh, show it off to everybody. You got your face mask on I and think, your wrestling belt, you know. Honestly, I, this is the I think. <laughs> I think honestly, though, if you wear it out in public and someone wants to challenge you for your belt that you have to throw down in any parking lot, any store, and you could lose your championship belt and you might not ever see it again because you're losing it to a perfect stranger. Oh, so you actually think somebody might roll up and try to jack that from you, like a kind of like a drive-by? No, like, 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 um, not, not like, you know, like when the wrestlers come out and they, they have the open challenge for anybody to come fight for their belt. I think if you're going to wear it out in public, it's an open challenge and whoever comes and whoops your ass and takes your belt, that's it. End of list. So can that like happen at any time or something like that? I'm trying to see if like if you'd be out in the parking lot at Wegmans and then somebody just come up to like, yo, let's go right now. I'm taking that belt. I can beat you right here. And Boom. then someone and comes just... around the corner with a, a striped shirt and ding 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 things them out. I'd love to see that. In fact, if we could get that going for the 40 Somethings podcast, I'd really, I mean, really think that would be some great content. I think it will definitely happen if we actually took it to a wrestling event. We could, yeah. but I'm glad I don't have to go to those things. Yeah, so the, do they have those going on? Or, like, or before everything hit, did they have like uh, wrestling in downtown? Or like, did you go to like Stabler Arena no. or something? No. I never went to that shit. Okay, okay. I never yeah. really liked wrestling. And neither did I, full disclosure. I didn't either. You went to like SummerSlam at Giant Stadium or some shit. SummerSlam. I remember that from back in the day, too. That was actually a huge wrestling event. Yeah, I've been in, I've gone to, I was at some key ones I've been to. I was at WrestleMania five in Atlantic city, the very first summer slam in 1988. And I had Elizabeth is miss Elizabeth's ass. My 10 year old innocence was, or my 11 year old innocence was completely taken from me as this beautiful woman showed me her butt. And I was like, Ooh, okay. And dad was happy. I wasn't gay. Little does he know. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> So, and I also went to SummerSlam, I think, 97, when The Undertaker and Bret the Hitman Hart fought for the world championship, and Bret Hart won his fifth and final WWE championship. I guess that story went boring quick, huh? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> no one cares about your belt. No one gives a shit about Bret Hart, asshole. I just was thinking that was probably like the interwebs. a... That was like a good part if you were to use any of this just to cut and edit and did it and move on. Oh, to we're gonna, else. yeah, we're gonna probably add to it. But uh, Kelly Williams, now that she's added to it, Kelly, did you want to comment and talk about some exciting things that we're planning for our some kind of jam tent? Oh, we're gonna have uh, some beats from Shakedown Street, so we'll be out and about, uh, getting everybody's uh, first take on. Uh, the festival season coming back after being vacant for a year and uh, yeah. what everybody's doing, what everybody's smoking. And uh, 
We'll do a little walk around there. We'll do a little, we're doing a live reading of Am I Still the Ocean by Dr. Hank Finkel. Uh, it's a children's book that was written by my uh, good time friend. He actually married us. Uh, he's my chiropractor. So he's cashing checks and cracking necks. Um, <laughs> wow. So he'll be there reading his children's book every day for the for the kids at the some kind of jam. Um, you know, we'll just we're gonna do maybe a, a mid morning open mic day. So we got a lot of activities planned for the festival. So hopefully we won't be incapacitated in any way. With um, he might have to take chemicals. a have to take a different uh, spin on it because you're actually like doing a gig instead of just like. Oh, I'm just enjoying myself. Everything and go see Lotus. Probably Uh, just do a little, probably just do a little both of that, right? That'll be more like when uh, summer camp hits later in the year in uh, August. They'd be like, well, we're going to do a little something. Oh, nice. Where did you, geez, where'd you get that? Now that's a knife. This is what they use to cut open the blunts to roll. Oh, okay. I use a regular old basic. This is, this is how extra my husband is, though. This is the blood cutting knife. This is his new toy. This My husband is extra. 